This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to Something for the Weekend, the My Old Man Said show that catches up on our last show, episode 160, and prepares you for what is about to happen uh, against Brentford. Joining me to uh, discuss that and more, Mr. Chris Budd, welcome. Hello, mate. How you doing? Not too bad. It wasn't you, was it? Stealing Tom Cruise's car uh, yesterday? No, I was stealing someone else's. (laughs) <laughs> Tom Cruise uh, filming uh, Mission Impossible at Grand Central Station. I was actually there. I was actually as well on uh, Wednesday. I was there in the morning, and I was trying to get, look at the platform boards to see when my train was departing, and there was this line of people with their like their cell phones in the air, and I was like, what are they taking pictures of? And I looked up, and I just it just it there was loads of people dressed up as uh, Saudis, and I just thought it was like an advert for some uh, you know airline or something. And I thought, it's a bit strange. You know, is this like some small-town mindset? Like, oh, it's film cameras. Oh, take pictures. Ooh. But anyway, it turned out to be uh, Tom Cruise and Hayley Atwell, who interviewed her, one of her first films, I think it was the Woody Allen film, many years ago. But uh, yeah, meanwhile, uh, while I was checking out which platform my train was going from, uh, somebody was stealing the cruiser's car outside. Well, the cruiser's cruiser. <laughs> The full Birmingham experience, I think well, they call a, it. Yeah, a curry <laughs> and a stolen car. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the perfect trip. Anyway, talking of the perfect Birmingham experience, uh, unless he's at Villa Park on Saturday, he's going to miss out. A couple of chances to see Villa this week, so uh, does life get any better? Just uh, before we go on, i uh, just got a ping, actually, on my phone from Free Trade, the supporter of the show. Free Trade is a commission-less trading app that allows you to buy shares uh they give free shares to our listeners 
up to the value of uh, £200. And until Tuesday, August the 31st, the minimum value will be £10. Normally it starts at about 3 So uh, if you haven't already or if you haven't activated your account by uh, funding it, uh, now is the time before August the 31st to make sure you get a better minimum value of share. Don't forget... Um, as with all investments, your capital is at risk, but uh, the link will be in the uh, the program notes. It's uh, www.freetrade.io slash moms, M-O-M-S. Right, there's only one way to start something for the weekend, and that's a Villa Minute. Got your stopwatch ready? Uh, yep, yeah, ready and able, ready and willing, or whatever. Are you ready? Yes. Let's go! Fans return to a full-capacity Villa Park for the first time in 18 months for the arrival of the Toon Army. The opening scrappy first half sends many villains to the concourses early to queue for their beers and pies, leaving them to miss out on one of Villa Park's highlights of the season. A cash-long throw is flicked on by Mings, two wings, who marks his home debut with a goal that will end up being his statue pose outside the Holt end, to mark scoring 40 goals that will fire Villa into the Champions League. New VAR rules seem to be Villa-friendly. First, it allows Villa's special teams penalty-taker El Gardi to make it 2-0, and then spares Martinez blushes after his rush of blood almost leads to a Newcastle penalty. 2-0, job done, and the foundations for Fortress Villa Park are laid. The kids are all right, as Barrow are put to the sword in the midweek cup game. Archer hits hat-trick bullseye, and El Golzi lives up to his name, with two including an impression of Pirlo to boot. Barrow do more damage to their light fittings than Villa's back four. Big Wes, no show, hashtag out soon, as he's off to Bruges on loan. Premier League ruling means Villa players won't report for international duty in red zone countries and won't have to miss key games. The third round of the League Cup is not kind, as Villa face a trip to Stamford Bridge. Ooh. We're concentrating on the league this season. <laughs> After that draw, I mean... Uh, never give up, but I was there at Stamford Bridge. Uh, it was 2006. Yeah, with all the coaches. The, uh, we all, what was it? We all travelled on a Randy Lerner bus. Randy Lerner bus. Randy Lerner bus. Randy Lerner bus. Because it was, I think it was 20 quid tickets. It was cheaper than normal. But I actually, sometimes I get a band of brothers together. And I think I, I invited a Villa fan and two Liverpool fans, actually. And we had a good laugh singing the Randy Lerner bus song. I think we're at the the back of the shed end. And, uh, yeah, there was only one winner. I think it was 1-0 and then 2-0 mid-second half. And then they, I think we left before the the fourth one went in. But they were like final five minutes. They just ran us through to make it 4-0. We ended up in some fucking hardcore Chelsea pub. Uh, and we had to hide a Villa scarfs and then just get out there as soon as possible because they started locking the doors and somebody got on the stage. It was like being, uh, well, I don't want to say, but we had to find a back door to sneak out of there because I think we would have been hung, drawn and quartered if they found out we were Villa and Liverpool fans. Especially Liverpool back then, that was an actual rivalry. <laughs> we were relatively relevant to them at that point. Yeah, but I remember it being a good build-up evening in London before the game. It was uh, full of expectations until it kicked off. Yeah. Anyway, uh, reacting to our next league game, uh, well, the press conference, Dino's press conference. Uh, as always, the uh, injury news shenanigans. When there's a you know key player or two uh, out, uh, that's always the highlight of these press conferences. And. Bailey and Troy were written off until after the international break, although immediately they're going to return the first game, it seems. So I think we're going to look a completely different team after the international yeah, break. Yeah, give it a couple of weeks, you'd have thought. 
It's a matter of uh, if we can get three points against Brentford, then uh, that'd be nice to have that in the bank. And then we start afresh with actually a pretty much, uh, hopefully no injuries uh, during the internationals, uh, but a pretty much a, a, you know, a, a stronger team for sure. But the only uh, one that's the get the Smith guessing game is the Ollie Watkins situation where he said he trains on Friday and if he gets through that, then he'll be available for selection. That's paraphrasing, but pretty much bang on. What's your money on in, that, in the Ollie Watkins? situation bench that's what i'm thinking won't be fit quite fit enough to start but there is that potential isn't there where he'll go with the the team that uh got rid of newcastle and then just to uh if if it were in a favorable position well it actually works both ways i think it just depends on what minute brings him on mm-hmm. if we're in a favorable position he'll bring him on towards the end just to give the team the feel of playing uh watkins annings up there but uh, I, don't, I don't know. Does he? Yeah, I think he wants to give them uh, Brentford something to think about because rather than them just planning for that eleven that started against Newcastle, yeah. If there's the prospect of Watkins, at least that will keep uh, Thomas Frank on his uh, toes. It is the uh, the the Smith Derby, if that's how people call these things. Apparently so. A bit of a weird one, but yeah. But our record's atrocious in recent uh, six, clashes. Six, six without a win, isn't it, against them? We drew all the games at Villa Park and we lost all the games at Griffin Park. Because the last time we beat them in, in any competition was 1953. In terms of uh, the press conference, Smith was big enough. El Golzi, El Ghazi. Well, he's definitely El Golzi because... He hasn't been playing that well, has he? But he's managed to uh, bag three goals in the last week, two assists against Barrow as well, doing uh, Padenka penalties, which uh, (laughs) is obviously... Hilarious to see. (laughs) That Newcastle penalty uh, gave him a jolt of confidence and uh, he's showboating now. Yeah. I thought I, th- I thought he did well actually. I thought his um, his end products there, but it's interesting because of course he drifts in and out of games as as wingers do. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it is natural to the position, isn't it? It was just that there were some uh, overbearing moments of. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a strong word, but let's go for incompetence against Watford and at times against Newcastle. But uh, you know, there's players like him. It's the the key moments that count, though, isn't it? A lot of the time. Yeah, and he certainly does uh, come up trumps when it comes to those key contributions you know double figures in goals last season so uh, it's good to have him on board i think with so his, with his little pedenkas uh, anything else smith said he'd passed comment on the market didn't he saying we, we think we're pretty much done in the transfer you know market there's obviously been a lot of um you know speculation about various people and a few fans are all calling for we need a new cdm we need a new cdm and he's kind of said well you know we've brought in some very good players and we've got some of the best youngsters in the in the league in our squad so i don't think we need to stretch ourselves anywhere else right now which, which I think is right and we've been saying that if there was 11 players out there better than the existing first 11 that we've got now then yes you want to buy them all that's just the way it is but in in the real world uh, and applying logic to how you're building this team you, you don't get Morgan Sanson in in January yeah. and then go oh no we're going to get even more midfielders in and also you don't have young players like Douglas Louise who are very much uh, on the upward curve and even like Jacob Ramsey and Chuck Maweka and these lads, you want to give them opportunities. Yeah, and Nakamba actually has done a job, even though you'd want to up, probably potentially upgrade and have a player that can do what he does defensively, but also contributes going forward. But ultimately, there is, and you've got McGinn in that f- filling one of those two essential, you know, essentially there's two positions, isn't there, up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's no way, it doesn't make business sense. Unless you suddenly sold uh, Sanson, that's not going to happen. Unless you sell McGinn, that's not going to happen. And uh, Louise, 
don't think that's going to happen. I mean, it, and it's kind of lack of respect for, you know, Louise as well. I keep saying it's hopium. Somebody in Match Club put up a, a screen grab of, uh, I think, the Birmingham Mail and of like articles to read. And there's like links to six or seven different midfielders as if they're all ongoing concerns. And you're just thinking they know there's the audience out there is, oh, we've got to buy a midfielder. And they're just, it's almost like an industry that's set up. There's the demand from you know the social media audience that oh we we want to buy a midfielder so we will give you content that basically feeds into your belief and unfortunately it's that belief I don't think is uh, based in fact or possibility no no not for me no I mean I'm, I say it pretty much weekly now it's like I, I'm just a, I'm a firm believer in getting the most out of what you've got rather than one guy's a bad game oh we need to go and buy someone else every week it's all a bit fantasy football and football manager it's football manager mindset 100% and you can cast shade my way for saying that but that's what it is it's that mentality you know we've seen uh, already Louise has been fantastic in periods where you think oh this you know this guy's and already we're acting. We said, "Oh, he's brilliant. He's, he's the you know he's the finished article. Name a better midfield uh, in the Premier League." Blah blah blah. Yeah, I hope he doesn't go back to Man City. And then suddenly you're like, "Oh, he's shit. Get rid of him." Blah blah blah. It's like this is this binary thinking. It's like no, this is a young player that's on an upward curve. He's got into his international team, which is you know one of the biggest in the world, by the way. And he's uh, getting honours on that side, so he can't be uh, a write off, can he? So it's, you've got to be patient with players like this. Because there is a big upside to him. Enormous upside. Probably, you know, Phil thought uh, he had a better game than I perhaps did, but I thought he he changed the dynamic of what we were offering against Newcastle. They weren't, any of their danger men were not picking up the ball around our 18-yard box. They had to come back and get it because yeah. we did a job and Louise was very much part of that. It's a subtle thing, I mean, you know, generally that players in that position are quite unfashionable anyway, especially at Villa. And there's a long list of players who we could reel off of guys who've played in that position who kind of go under the radar. Yeah, Kevin Richardson would have never Townsend, any... etc. Well, Richardson especially would yeah. never get any traction from today's social media. Yeah. Because I sit here now having watched a lot of games uh, in that period, uh, you know, in the, especially in the title race. Uh, and I, I couldn't tell you now what Kevin Richardson did. <laughs> yeah. But I knew he did, you know, he was good. <laughs> he just kept, he's the, he's the cliche, keep, keeps things ticking over. And you need a player like that. And Louise is that man. I think what would keep uh, the distractors at bay is if he did ch- chip in every so often with one of those wonder strikes that he yes. showed us uh, at the start of his uh, term with us. Yeah, people want moments that wow them, don't they? I think if it's just steady eddies, they don't. I mean, you look at, you know, everybody sort of has Kante envy, but you're looking at probably the best central midfielder in the world at the moment. And of course, everybody wants him. He's pretty dynamic going forward as well. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of uh, that midfield uh, smorgasbord that we have, or the, the midfield equation, uh, Morgan Sanson is now training back with the team. And as people have said, is he man or myth, mm. I think? That was the question, yeah. So in the, the international break, they'll no doubt uh, have a couple of uh, games to get him and a couple of others uh, up to uh, match fitness when we kick off again on the other side of the international break. He's the intriguing one, uh, Sanson, of almost of all the players we've bought, because we've seen enough from Bailey to know his issue will be consistency he's certainly maybe, got and maybe fitness as well certainly got some fireworks uh yeah. yeah fitness as well he's not going to be one of these hammy hammy string uh fast wingers is he i hope not buendia there's an expectation if he can get to the levels uh that he showed with norwich but with sanson that is a complete we're in the dark still i think i mean you can go on fucking youtube and see what he did in france but that doesn't really translate to our league we've seen many a decent tidy french midfielder come in and disappear without having any impact so we know the dangers of what one side of the coin could be but what we're intrigued to see is what is there really a a real big upside on the other side of the coin because that could transform the scope of what this team could be well, if he comes good, you, you've got a potentially a, a really interesting, as you as you put it, smorgasbord of options in the middle. Yeah. Of guys who can do slightly different jobs. Like when last season we said we had a lot of guys who do a lot of the same thing. We saw against Newcastle what the potential that Ramsey can give you now. We know kind of what Nakamba has for better and for worse, similar with Louise, McGinn, etc. But we the, the unknown quantity really is, is Sansa. I think we know yeah. what Wendier gives us if you get him on a good day. Yeah. So, uh, Big Wes, I think think that's going out to Club Bruges, where obviously he uh, made his name initially. Uh, has Probably the potential, a good move for him, I would potential say. Potential to be playing Champions League football against Grealish and uh, and Messi. So uh, <laughs> it's a good move for him. <laughs> great move, yeah. <laughs> Upgrade. Yeah, he could either be playing against Brentford this week or sitting on the bench against Brentford or potentially playing against Messi, Mbappe and the boys and uh, also Grealish uh, in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll go back to Belgium. But from a Villa point of view, I mean, you know, you don't know if they've drawn the line under Wesley and uh, they're just hoping that he uh, performs well enough to uh, actually give Villa the chance to get some money back. Yeah, you're just trying to cut your losses, aren't you, just from a business point of view, yeah, if you want him so, out of the door. So there's that. I mean, Smith, uh, you know, quote... He definitely has a future. I mean, is that related to Villa? We we shall see. But he needs to be playing games. I mean, you know, rated at twenty million. Well, in in Villa eyes anyway, and it is in his best interest to get minutes. Uh, I don't think he would be getting minutes in the Premier League. Not enough. From a Villa point of view, you don't want to send him to the Championship because that kind of devalues him in mm-hmm. terms of where he is in the pecking order. But if you ship him off into Europe, especially to a team that he's come from, it doesn't really, in a variety, devalue him. So yeah, if he does come good and he comes back and he's a third option, all well and good. But 
potentially, you know, you could probably get half your money back if he has a decent spell. Yeah. So probably the best move Villa could have crowbarred out of the situation there, I think. Yeah, it's, and also it just means your your squad's a little bit leaner. You know, I, I, I still wouldn't be surprised to see a couple more go out on loan, be it young players, I think someone like Horahan possibly as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I do wonder actually maybe um, they might get Archer out on loan after the Brentford game. I have a feeling he might have earned himself a spot on the bench, but then he might get a move. Maybe like, you know, maybe try and get him a championship move or a League One move. It's definitely uh, an interesting situation. And, and, you know, it's not just the fact young kid scores goals, but it's just the way he scored the goals. I mean, oh, great. I mean, they're beautifully crafted. The composure. The finish, they're, all, they're three brilliant finishes, aren't they? Different types of goals, but really well. Especially the third one. The third one's a great goal. You know, we're long in the tooth talking about the predatory instincts or the lack of predatory instincts for Keenan Davis. But you saw a guy there who uh, you're either a finisher or you're not. And it's it's almost like when, when that ball comes to you, your heart rate slows down. You know, the composure's there and he's completely got it. You just know straight away. Yeah, he's very instinctive and knows where to be. He's in the six-yard box, isn't he? He's in and around the goal to actually get in position to score goals. That was always the, the, the sort of the... Yeah. The so ultimately... Ultimately, uh, with that, let's say, call it a skill set or mindset, he ultimately becomes instantly a, an asset from the bench because if you bring him on for five minutes, you need a goal. You know you've you got somebody who, who's a natural finisher, so uh, he may have a use t- you know, to stick around. And he's probably more similar to the, the, the guys we've got. You know, he's probably closer to someone like a Watkins or an Ings than he is to being like a Wesley or a Davis. Yeah, so with Wesley going out, there's a chance that he might stick around and uh, be that third striker. Uh, we shall see. Uh, in terms of uh, the Brentford game, obviously it's Smith versus old boys. Smith versus his old assistant, Thomas Frank, who I actually like, actually. I think he sp- yeah. speaks very well and uh, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Is it the long throw versus the long throw? It is, and that way it's the, it's the long throw against the aspiring long throwers, I think, at Villa. I think they're a little bit further along in their development. Yeah, they've got um, Brentford have got a chap called Thomas Gronemar. Um, who actually used to be a, a Danish a sprinter and a bobsleigh brakeman of all things. But Yeah, bobsleigh yeah. was his yeah, headline. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was actually the first full-time throwing coach. Um, he was in Denmark first, then he came to came to Brentford slightly later, and they've got the lad Mad, uh, Mads Beck Sorensen, who can throw the ball apparently an astonishing 40.8, just essentially just under 41 metres. So he can he can almost lob it from the halfway line into the box, can't he? From you? a wide area, you're hitting the back post, which is as good as having a corner. Yeah. And obviously, you know, people would have seen the the the, uh, the goal they scored against Arsenal, which which came from a, a long throw. And it's something that Brentford are sort of trying to, you know, to be. I think they're all about efficiency, aren't they? Part of their sort of money ball system on and off the field is about being efficient. I think it was Rasmus Ankerson, who's their director of football, has said there are you know, inefficiencies in how football is played, and there's this sort of perception that a, a set piece goal isn't worth as much as as it was one in open play, which essentially is just due to sort of romance and bullshit and a bit of sort of people who want to coo over people like Guardiola, but. You know, he was asked, are, are we the new Stoke? He said, well, I hope we're going to play a few more passes, but I think he's about playing effective <laughs> football. But I did quite like this, the comment. Although people are, seem to give it a green pass now, the long throw, as long as you mentioned set-piece specialist. Yeah, or well, analytics. Analytics tell us this. or In the same sentence, it's it's all good. It's become like a hipster thing, isn't it? It's like retro-modern and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, my, my philosophy is uh, by any means necessary. Just win. <laughs> win. Let's <laughs> just win. I mean, uh, I'm not going to say, right, no long throws because I'm a purist. I mean, if the ball is out, I mean... Judging by the amount of many years, many matches of being at Villa Park and Villa get a throw in and people are just walking around. First, there's a reluctance for somebody to go and actually take it. 
And then when he's got the ball in his hands, the players are just standing there like statues. And you're thinking, you know, what is going on here? Where's the urgency? Why isn't anybody offering themselves? Why isn't there actually a plan? So you understand now where they're making a big fuss that actually throw-ins are an opportunity. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily just the long throw. I'm, I'm talking about in terms of getting something going and uh, movement off the ball. And yeah, but just getting creative, I suppose. Yeah. Anything else of interest uh, in terms of stats? Uh, I mean, we've gone through the t- our terrible record against them. Yeah, Danny Ings could actually, if he scores in the game, he um he would become Wait, it's the a given, first... isn't it? Oh, obviously, sorry. When you Danny Ings if. scores, sorry, yeah, yeah. when when Danny Ings scores, he will join the elite club of Dalian Atkinson and Dion Dublin of the only Villa players to have scored in their first three top-flight games for the club. I mean, he's got—he's going to have to go some to beat Dublin's first three games, mind. But but come the end of the season, will he be the only player who's scored in every every league game in a season? Hopefully, because <laughs> I want a sta- I want a statue of him in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As uh, mentioned in the Villa minute, we want that overhead kick statue outside of the uh, the whole tent. Right, uh, let's end uh, this uh, something for the weekend. Uh, something for the weekend is a quick breeze through. Uh, to bring us up to speed before uh, the weekend's action. Uh, any burning question to finish us off? Burning question. Let's go for two. Luke Roberts, because they're quick. Wesley Archer, Davis, Barry, bench one, loan one, sell one, start one. Okay. Sell Wesley, loan Barry, uh, bench Davis. And I'm going to start Archer because he actually scores. <laughs> let's sell first. Uh, I'm selling Davis. I'm loaning. I probably agree with you on that one, to be honest. I'm, I'm loaning Wesley because I think that in our in the reality of our situation in the real world, uh, that's what we've got to do, really. There. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, who's on the bench and who's starting then? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> because you know you can go all uh, overboard on just one game, uh, on, on especially yeah. on a young player like uh, you know Barry or Archer. Because you know you could say Barry after Liverpool. Oh, he, you know he's he's yeah. actually proven himself. You could argue against... Barry's probably a little bit more useful in wide areas. Yeah, with what we've got at the moment, he could be a, a useful asset, sort of coming in off the left. Yeah, although at the same time you want to see him. Uh, I think you know where he is at the moment. Ips, which is probably decent. It, he needs a season on loan. So let's put our trust in that bloody hat trick. Let's start Archer. Yeah, and, that's uh, and uh, have Barry on the bench. Right, uh, Mark Nipton. Based on the League Cup draw against Chelsea, do we pri- prioritise the cup and field a full strength team? We're not in Europe, so yeah. I would. Or not necessarily a full-strength side, but I'd take a strong side. Yeah, it's not going to happen, though. Smith will... Uh, you'll be seeing the same back four. and uh, Steel m- play. Yeah, and he might try... Uh, the only way you're going to get anything different than what set out against Barrow is the potential of giving a few, you know, like Bailey or somebody, if he bit hasn't... Of games, a bit uh, of game time. Bit of game time, yeah. But I think I won't get your hopes up. But also Chelsea in the Champions League, they're not going to be going full strength as well. So uh, I don't. Th- I'm not even getting. It's not even a debate anymore because they don't go full strength for early rounds. They just don't do it. It depends on how Villa see the cup. You know, if they see it as a priority, though. But it's it won't be because they want to get into Europe full. You know, full stop. Is the is 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 the is the cup is the cup our best chance though? No, but we've all been burnt before. I mean, I'm not going to sit here naively blind, full goldfish memory mode, and just think, oh no, we, sh- you know, you know, we should prioritize. They will play literally as close to that team against Barrow, much closer to that team than you know what should be the full strength team. Put it that way. That's what's going to happen. Simple as that. And the only chance of seeing some big hitters will be match sharpness. 
of which there are, of which there are a few who need it. To be fair, yeah, but you're not going to drop Arch- Archer, are you? After he scores a hat trick, is do you think Smith, nice nice man Smith's going to drop Archer unless he's obviously out on loan or, or you yeah, know, it depends who's, yeah, it depends who's becomes available. You know, if he's played Ings at the weekend and wants to start Watkins or vice versa, who knows? Depends what he's, how his combinations have worked around it. You know, he's going to try to play both Watkins and Ings uh, in, in the league game. So, yeah. uh, I'd expect him to probably have a stronger bench. He might take a few of the senior lads, but have them in reserve, as it were. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's where I'm standing on this. And uh, I would be surprised if what I've said uh, is wrong when it comes to that lineup right uh anything else please follow us on twitter on uh, at my old man said and uh, also uh become a patron uh, maybe uh, just wait until uh mid next week onwards uh because you the way they calculate it is uh if you signed up now you would be paying again for september because you'd be paying for august and then september so uh there's just a warning there, but if you don't mind uh, and if you want to show your support and get instant access, then uh, do go to myoldmansaid.com and check on the patron link uh, for further details there. I'm editing uh, extra podcast shows for that as we speak, so uh, look out for them. And also uh, you get access to Match Club as well, which uh, it's uh, ten at least 10 times better than Twitter. Right. Until next time, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Goodbye. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.